MD Burns Nash is Atlanta's management consulting solution created specifically to meet the needs of a tech startup. MD Burns Nash aims to empower tech startup executives with the skill sets needed to propel their business on the path to success. For only $499, you can get started with an in-depth pitch deck evaluation to make sure you are putting your best foot forward. Visit mdburnsnash.com slash pitch deck for more information. That's mdburnsnash.com slash pitch deck for more information. All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Broadcasting from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village, you're listening to The Incubator, the voice of the Atlanta tech startup scene. The Incubator is a weekly show featuring Atlanta-based startup founders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. Who they are, what drives them, and how they plan to change the world. Today's show is made possible by Willa, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. And now, here are today's hosts. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Ashley Staggs. So, Staggs, I booked today's guest because you and I both desperately need her services. Wait, let's be real. Like, <laughs> you were just talking about how you walk everywhere. You did that run, like, whenever that was. I, I feel like he does this on purpose. <laughs> Brings in guests to shame me into <laughs> being more healthy or healthier. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're right. And so, I need to hear it. The more you get peer pressure, the easier it'll be. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe next month will be a complete wellness round of episodes. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. They, okay. okay. Or we could do like an app for finding donuts. Whatever <laughs> suits you. <laughs> or alternate. That might be. Yeah. Good. There you go. All right. We'll do it that way. All right. Well, today's guest. Uh, let me say hello to her. Her name is Jane Kurth. She's a founder and CEO of Healthy You. Jane, welcome to the show. Thanks, Todd. Uh, Thanks for having me oh, today. Oh, my pleasure. I appreciate you carving out some time to join us. I know you're really busy making people well, so grateful for your time. Before we get into Healthy You and all that you're doing there, take a few quick seconds, run through a bit about you and your background. Uh, some of the things you mentioned earlier were pretty interesting. Sure. Years ago, I was a business owner and owned a ballet studio and dance, fitness, that whole genre has been so important my entire life. But I had a graduate degree and got hired as a college professor at Georgia Perimeter College huh. once I sold my studio and taught there for a long time, left for a short time and taught at Oxford College of Emory University and then returned to Georgia Perimeter in 2004. I was teaching mostly face-to-face, and then as our online program grew, they asked me if I would teach totally online. So I had been doing both, face-to-face and online. But I really loved the online focus. It's it's a little more difficult to engage with the students, but I liked that challenge. But you can and help anyone anywhere, too, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. I you know, would have students in Korea, in China. So I, I enjoyed that perspective. And they added a lot to the discussion. Sure. So part of my online teaching, I developed 
a course called Fitness Walking, which was for college credit. And the students had to use a heart rate monitor that I could check the heart rate data on. And so they would get a resting heart rate. We'd determine their target heart rate. And they'd do a pretest fitness assessment just to establish a baseline of fitness. Then for 10 weeks, I was their personal trainer. I am a personal trainer. And at the end of 10 weeks, we would retest. We'd do a post-test. And the first semester I taught it, the results were phenomenal. I just could not believe the difference in these students. So they were all saying, what am I going to do now that you're going away? Because you were my accountability, and I'm afraid I won't stick to this if I don't have someone to hold me accountable. And I thought, you know, this could be a great business because the obesity rates are so high in the United States. And sometimes... You know, a lot of people need accountability. There's about a small percentage of the population that are entirely self-motivated. It's not your two hosts. <laughs> it's not your typical person. But most people need encouragement. They need motivation. They need accountability. So, dancer. Yes. Professor. Yes. Personal trainer. Yes. <laughs> Group fitness instructor. And now entrepreneur. Yes. So... Busy, busy. Yes. Okay, so all of that, I guess, led up to this. So tell us about what, give us the overview of what Healthy You is getting into. Healthy You originally started out kind of a carbon copy of the online class I had created. And I had a couple of corporate clients that I was able to get as kind of a beta group. I did find out early on that a lot of people are not going to strap on a heart rate monitor and do cardio three days a week. So that's when I started implementing the Fitbit because I thought if I can just get them moving then hopefully I can work them up to where they're ready to put on a heart rate monitor. You know, I've done this. I want to go from being really working on my health to working on my fitness because the fitness is where you get the real gains as far as, you know, cardiorespiratory endurance and lower blood pressure and less diabetes risk. And more energy, which I'm lacking More today. energy. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Uh-huh. The time change doesn't help yeah, with that. Yeah, or my just general not moving ever. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a big problem. I mean, you, talk, you mentioned the obesity problem. issue and, and, you know, I, I would be curious as to your opinion on whether it's that's because of the food we eat or is it the fact that we're not active or I'm, obviously it's a, it's a hybrid yeah, of that. But. It's, it's, it's really a combination. I think that you can eat more, obviously, if you burn more calories. Right, right. But I, I think it's nutrition and exercise. And, and I don't think it's so much, well, it is the amount we eat, but it's also what we eat. Yeah. The fried foods, the processed foods. Those aren't foods. No, no, you're, you're absolutely correct. So I think it's a whole mindset. We're a fast-paced society. We run through the drive through and try to grab what we can. Well, how does Healthy You uh, change all that? So when someone goes to that website, what happens then? Well, in the website, they have their own login, user page. Once they log in, if they have a Fitbit, they can sync it with our website so we get all their Fitbit data. On the website, they can keep a journal as far and it, and it asks them to make notes about food, exercise, uh, has little icons to 
say what their stress level was that day. Why does that matter? Well, I'm all about wellness. So it's not just the physical aspect of fitness. I want people to lower their stress level, to improve their sleep quality. Mike, I have two different types of clients, some that I work with just online, and then others, you know, I talk to once a week on the phone, and I always check with them, you know, how was your stress this week? What did you do to manage your stress? Do you need some help with some stress management techniques? How did you sleep this week? How much water did you take in? You know, so I really try to encompass a whole wellness profile for the for the client. Gosh, the list of things you're doing wrong is just growing. And growing, <laughs> and growing. I'm just spacing out so I don't feel like crappy for the rest of the day. <laughs> maybe I'll take the stairs later. Maybe not. Um, so, who are these clients? What is your what's your target audience? Well, I. Uh, I do a little bit of corporate wellness, and then I just mainly work with individuals. I have several clients that are executive coaches, so I love being a coach to the coaches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, they know the value of being coached, and the coaches that I work with are diligent. If I tell them to do something, they're going to do it, (laughs) which I love. That's not always the case. So going back, I just want to set a, a, a bar here as to someone who's listening to this and uh, like, like Staggs and I realizing, well, we're falling short here. We're not right. doing that. Uh, right. You know, here's the thing. I, 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 we talked pre-show about how I, now that I live in Chicago, I'm right. doing a lot more walking. So I'm Absolutely. getting my 10,000 plus steps yes. virtually every day, but that's not a, that's not, I mean, that's better than sitting on your butt in the sofa, Absolutely. but you need, you need real extra. I mean, you mentioned the heart rates. Right. I think part of the reason a lot of people don't really do enough is that they don't, they're not really sure what to do. They don't know right. how to do it. They don't know yeah, right. what, what they're supposed to, you know, what, exactly. what's the range I'm supposed to be in. Can you walk through some mm-hmm. basics so that those listening sure. can, can say, all right, well, here's three things I ought to just focus on. Yes. To begin with cardio, respiratory endurance or fitness is the most important component. You know, your heart keeps you alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I te- uh, you know, I used to teach a wellness course and I'd say we wouldn't think of not brushing our teeth every day. Mm-hmm. Which is very important, you know, you know, personal hygiene is very important, (laughs) but we neglect doing anything for our heart and it keeps us alive. So number one, once you get past getting out and getting moving and getting the health benefits, then you need the fitness benefits and that's going to keep you away from the doctor. Well, what was it? uh, There's a gentleman who you, you cite often. What did he say? Don't die of something oh, stupid? Oh, yes. Dr. Kenneth Cooper, who I just think is fabulous, the Cooper Institute, he has said before, don't die of something stupid. <laughs> you know, you can move. You can watch what you eat. You can lower your stress. You know, it's just important to get out and do it. And I think accountability is one of the keys. So the new initiative really with Healthy You, kind of the innovative thing behind this is that it's online courses. Yes. So how are you guys kind of executing that? Tell me about the technology. Okay. I do have a few courses on Udemy right now, and I do have a free course that's called So Your Doctor Told You to Exercise. Now what? <laughs> Love that. And so, uh, but now we're moving into a different realm 
where we're going to use our own learning management system and we will be offering continuing ed courses to personal trainers, group fitness instructors, but with also a component for clients, we'll make a smaller version that's very simple or maybe just a class, say a balance class or a stretch class that a client could use. So that's our new initiative to try to get more people engaged Mm -hmm. with activity. Yeah. All right. Jane Kurth will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This is Wes Moss, former host of Atlanta Tech Edge on NBC in Atlanta. I'm here today, though, to talk to you about my new digital financial advisory firm, Wella. Wella is an old English word that means wealth. Several years ago, my team realized there were too many people who needed help with their financial strategy, but couldn't get the help they needed because they didn't reach the high investment minimums of many financial advisory firms. To answer this need, we developed Wella, a digital platform that allows us to help people just like you get free financial advice and tools to better manage their finances. We also offer online investing and the ability to work with your own investment advisor with no minimums. Learn more at yourwella.com. That's Y-O-U-R-W-E-L-A.com. All right, we're back with Jane Kurth, founder and CEO of Healthy You. You've talked a little bit about accountability. How important is that in pursuing a healthy lifestyle? I think it's essential. And you don't have to have a health coach or a wellness coach. It can be a buddy. A lot of people, if they have to meet a friend to go walk in the park, they're going to be more motivated to do it than if they're just going on their own. They'll talk themselves out of it. <laughs> that accountability piece, I think, is essential. So what role does Healthy You play in that? I mean, that's sort of a digital accountability coach, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, I do both. Sure. Digital, face-to-face, phone call, Skype. But I think that that piece is really important. It's also a good time for a client to ask questions of me. Even if it's online, I'll say, you know, what what do you need to know or what questions mm-hmm. do you have this week? What didn't work for you? And how can we figure that piece out? Or get, probably get some clarification if there's anything during the online course that they wanted to get some elaboration on, yes. something like that. Yeah. Yes. And within our online courses, there's also a discussion board hmm. where, oh, nice. you know, there can they can post questions, I can respond, or another class member can respond. But I'm always, you know, open for office hours. You know, I'll try mm-hmm. to set some and say, I will be online during this time. So a little if wellness you... community that you're building there. Yes. What are, so what are yes. the more common questions that you get? To imagine those listening probably have those same questions. They do. Some of the questions you were asking before about how much do I do, how much exercise is enough, what's too much. One area that I try to encourage women especially to do is pursue more strength or resistance training. I think men tend to be a little bit better about that. But women mm-hmm. with oste- with an osteoporosis risk especially, mm-hmm. resistance training is real important. So I try to encourage my women clients to add that in. Uh, depending on the age of the client, it, you know, it may be about they're they're afraid of falling. I have one client mm-hmm. that has osteoporosis, and falls can be really bad mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. Right, so. and like my, my mom has arthritis in her chest, 
which has gotten worse over the years. Yes. And when she, I guess when she turned about 50, she knew she, she needed to start working out and keep right. her body fit. But she didn't know what she could do. Right. Given the, right. where the arthritis right. was, everything like that. And <laughs> she ended up getting a Jane Fonda tape from oh, like forever yeah. ago, which was so hard for her yes. because she thinks she's a communist, but neither <laughs> here nor there. So I think that would have been great for her because right. you don't know where to go or no. you go like completely antiquated and have to find a VCR to get it right. done. And you brought up a good point. I'm a baby boomer mm-hmm. and personal trainers should not train baby boomers like they're 20 or 30. Yep. Yep. Because then they're really going to get injured. They're going to stop. So I think it's important to know where your client is and what will be best work for them. Yeah. I work with some young clients, though, too. And so I can really push them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but it's real important to know who your clients are and what you should expect of them. You could watch some Jane, do some Jane Fonda exercises whilst watching your Golden Girls. <laughs> oh, solid. Yeah. Golden Girls is my jam. So My my daughter-in-law's jam, too. Yeah? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the greatest show on television. Yes. <laughs> yes. They took a tap class, and they they looked fantastic in there. Like, once again, shaming me. Yeah. Well, how old is, uh, what's her name, Betty? She's like 155 uh, years she, old. Yeah, yeah, by this point. Yeah. Right, so, Betty White. Yeah. Betty White. So, all right. So, help me understand this. So, the person listening to this, all right, all right I mentioned earlier that, that I'm pretty good walking. I'm getting, right, I'm right. averaging about 10,000 steps right. a, a day, but I'm not doing any aerobic exercise. Right. I do an occasional 5K. Yeah. Um, but how, how many, how much aerobic exercise are you supposed to do in a week? Okay. The bare minimum, this is from the American College of Sports Medicine, which is our gold standard, is it should be a minimum of three days a week Okay. for a minimum of 20 minutes in your target heart rate zone. Okay. How do you find out your target heart rate? Well, if you, you first of all, you need to get a good resting heart rate, total resting. And then that goes into a formula. Okay. And you can Google online. There's a, there's a website called exrx.net. And you can plug in those numbers, and they'll shoot out your target heart rate to you. And and when I say 20 minutes, that's after warming up and before cooling down. Of course. And you need to pick something you enjoy doing. I get bored on a treadmill or elliptical. <sighs> Me too. Me too. Oh, get bored to death. So I love classes. I love Zumba. Mm-hmm. I love, I teach a dance fitness class. You know, I, I love moving around and engaging my mind. The, uh, the more recent studies are showing how exercise not only improves your body and improves your mind and can delay dementia. Oh, that's, we actually just spoke to another founder that is working with people that have dementia. Wow. So that would be great to impact that a little bit. Yeah, yes. that's what you said. Don't die of something stupid. That's right. right. We have the ability. Uh, that's right. Uh, he had some other great sayings, <laughs> too, that I think are relevant here. <laughs> he said um, a couple of my favorites are we don't stop exercising because we grow old. We grow old because we stop exercising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also said we don't wear out. We rust out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think those are some pretty impactful quotes 
Yeah. Well, and and another thing I want to be sure that's real clear is that this should never stop for you, right? I mean, no. we're recording this at a tech village, and there's a lot of young'uns here. Right. And right. they need to be exercising. Absolutely. They need to be active. But there's also an older generation uh, yes. that, that they ought to remain active as long as they, they can. One of the reasons they lose their ability to move around is that they haven't been moving around. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And what it gives them is increased independence. I know as I've seen family members age, that's been the hardest thing is losing their independence. And I know young people think that's way down the road. But as you get closer to it, you really start thinking about it. Yeah. So what's going, what are you seeing down the pike? What are some things you are doing right now with the technology? Where do you see it going? It is really expanding with the wearables, Mm -hmm. you know, the Apple watch, the Fitbit charge HR. I encourage my clients to still use a chest strap heart rate monitor because I had one that did the wrist heart rate and I wore my chest strap at the same time and I took a Zumba class and my heart rate was 150 with my chest strap and it was like 120 on my wrist. Yeah, I don't buy that at all yet. (laughs) You know, it might be okay if you're just out walking or jogging. Mm -hmm. I just think you can't use it across the board. But the Mm -hmm. chest one is more accurate? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And what does that run for someone listening saying, well, that's going to cost me $10,000? No, (laughs) they have uh, some really good ones out there that you can get for hundred dollars or less. Okay. In fact, Polar has one with a phone app that I think you could probably get for at the most $80 and it, it acts as a GPS. It tracks your run or if your walk and it gives you heart rate. It's, you know, there's some great technology out there. So I think as that technology increases, you know, Whatever we're doing in technology needs to keep up with it. Yep. Yeah. So when you do your quarterly exercise, <laughs> we'll be able to find you to get lost. That's very exciting. Yeah. Maybe that's actually how I end up walking is if I get lost. <laughs> yeah. I have such a terrible sense of direction. It takes that me you, forever to get back. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what happened in Paris. We got way lost. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Piggybacking on Ashley's question, though, I, I, the, 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 there are some amazing, cool technologies coming out. Yeah. That should make this exciting and fun right. and interesting, right. and and enable us to do a lot of a lot of lot better than we've been doing. Right. But I worry that it's so technical, and, right. and I, I can get an app that spits out all this data, yeah. but I don't know what the heck it means. Right. And what do you do with and it? Does it mean, I look at all those numbers, does it mean I can right. eat the donut or not? Right. Well, I mean, I'm almost wondering if there's technology someday that, that has such... There's so many sensors that if I sit down with a pizza, it starts binging, saying, no, bad, bad, bing, bing, bing. Yes. I don't know. I mean, what, speak on, on when you and I talk in five years' time. Right. What, how is technology going to continue to evolve and, and change this? And is it actually ultimately going to do some good? Oh, that's a great question. I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that it will evolve. I don't know how they'll get that personal accountability element to it. They'll be using healthier. Yeah, but that accountability piece, like you said, you get all this data, but what do I do with it? Like with my clients, when they first start doing cardio, I want them to have kind of a steady state heart rate. Like it's a bell shaped curve. They work up, they maintain it, and then they come back down in their heart rate. After they've been doing that for a few weeks, I'm like, we need to do intervals. Mm-hmm. We need to push that heart rate up. And then bring it back down for a short time and push it back up 
even into the anaerobic zone. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be hard for whatever wearable we're using to do that type of thing. Hmm. Hmm. And I think it just doesn't have the human connection interaction. Yeah. Right. No, I agree with you. I, there are some things that just, you need human interaction, you know, and, and the technology is amazing. And, and it is what, amazing. what sensors are going to be able to ultimately do that we can't even fathom at this moment right. is exciting. Right. But at the end of the day, you still have to get up and, and do it, right? You, you there, still there's, have there's to There's no do shortcuts it. in no. this. No. What do you think? What would you recommend for people when they start? I mean, for me, example, I don't know where to start. I don't, I don't run. I'm not great about eating healthy. Uh, my sleep is terrible. So how do you get, what are some of the things? the connections between all of yeah, Yes. Um, <laughs> so what, what should people really attack first? What should they look into to, to get started instead of just going, well, I guess I'll just go walk three days a week. I think it's important to focus on one goal mm -hmm. at a time and make it a small goal. You know, there's a book, I think it's called Many Habits. And the guy talked about, he just put his running shoes on every day. He didn't have to do anything else but put those shoes on. Mm -hmm. And then he said, well, I'll walk five minutes a day. Well, he walked five minutes a day. And so that mini habit turned eventually into a good program. Uh -huh. So to begin with, I think the, the goal should be small. Next, what do you want to focus on first? Do you want to focus on exercise or sleep? Pick one. Mm -hmm. If you pick exercise, what do you enjoy doing? Like I said, I hate getting on the, the treadmill, treadmill right. or yeah. the elliptical, yeah. but I love going to classes. Makes yep. an hour go by really quick. And mm -hmm. so I would first say, what do you enjoy doing? Mm -hmm. Because that's going to make you more conscientious and sticking to it, yeah. more dedicated. And that's very true. I The last time, probably like six years ago, <laughs> that I actually was Exercise? doing anything, yeah, mostly, <laughs> but was doing anything along those lines, I knew I needed to do something. I mean, I was trying to find a reason to get out of the house too. Right. But like you said, I was just like, I was so disenchanted by yes. all of it and I hate the gym. And I found something that's, Slightly alternative. I'm not going to say what it was, but I, it was a weekly course. It was yeah. eight weeks long and I loved it. I had no problem with it. Right. I, and I was like sore afterwards. I knew I was actually getting something in, but yeah. it was so much easier for right. me to get in there, do it and yes. do it every week. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I do love the YMCA. I will say that mm -hmm. because like in Atlanta, the, if you're a member of the Metro Atlanta YMCA, you can go to any of the Ys. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I'll look at the fitness classes yeah. and say, oh, I want this one today. So I'll go there. Yeah. And that's a little, the YMCA is much more accessible for, mm -hmm. for baby boomers. Yes. They've got a lot of good senior programs. They really do. Mm -hmm. Well, they have a lot of good programs, period. Yeah, I mean, true. Yeah, absolutely. But, but Even you're for right. kids, I mean, yeah. Right. So what, what's next for Healthy You? I mean, where, where are you going next? I mean, is there, is there ultimately going to be an app? Uh, walk us through the long-term plans. At this point, no. We really want at this point to reach as many people as we can as far as getting them healthier, getting the information out. That's why our new initiative as far as reaching personal trainers and group fitness instructors, we're hoping that that will multiply yeah. the, the, the people that will be reached yep. by doing that. I love creating content that because I was a college professor mm -hmm. I really enjoy that part of the job and uh, you know just the number of people I can reach whether it's clients through that or whether it's 
fitness professionals. So just to clarify your online courses, so I think you serve two markets, right? So there's right. A, there's a general information courses that people like Ashley and I can take to learn right. how to to do better at all this yes. stuff we've been talking about. But there's also some continuing education courses for actual trainers and all that. Yes, yes, we're in the process of creating that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll we'll probably launch it April first. Oh, very oh, cool. great. Yes, very cool. So we have a lot of listeners that are actually in, here in Atlanta Tech Village. You teach some courses here. I do, and they're free courses to the villagers. Great. I teach on Thursday at 4.15 to 5 o'clock. We have a boot camp that is a great high-intensity exercise class. And all of you that know Jewel know that our security guard, uh-huh. he attends every week. No. Oh, yeah. that's, oh, fun. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Fun. That's it's, worth coming just to see that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. He is a hard worker. And at 4.15 to 5 o'clock, then 5 o'clock to almost 6 o'clock, we do a dance fitness class that's just dance and fun and gets your heart rate up. Yeah, that's the one I think I'll go to because the class I, I did was sort of dance. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I'm going to go to. You what? might see me next week. I would love to I see I set an you. alarm in my phone to also, on Wednesday to remind myself great. to bring something. Well, that's what I may do then is come back and like live broadcast from it and provide like commentary as you're going through the course. What Don't do be think? a creep. <laughs> this class is mostly ladies. That's true. <laughs> we have mostly- you can do it from outside. We have mostly guys in the boot camp, uh-huh. but I do have some ladies, you yeah. know, especially the women who like Karen and Caitlin at ATV, mm-hmm. they are in class every week. And, yeah. But then the ladies outnumber the guys. In the I, dance I'll tell you fitness. what, you can mic me while I'm doing it and I'll provide my commentary for how much I'm struggling. That would be fun. And how much fun I'm having (laughs) in addition. It might be not safe for work audio, but it would be fun. It would be fun audio. We might just have to figure that out. All right. Well, Jane, uh, uh, we are uh, sadly running out of time. Uh, Before I do let you go, uh, you know that uh, the incubator is made possible by Wella. So it is time for the Wella question of the week, which is what's the best piece of financial advice you have ever received or given? Okay. My dad was raised during the Depression. Mm -hmm. He was actually 40 when I was born. So back then, that was very unusual. Change of life, baby, is what we call it in the South. (laughs) (laughs) My dad is, too. (laughs) And so at 14, he was the only one in his family who had a job. Wow. So he always raised us, number one, to pay cash for whatever you can. (laughs) My parents always paid cash for every house they bought. Oh, wow. And he was a government worker. But he always told me, don't spend more than you make. Exactly. Yep. And so he died several years ago, but he was such a great man and great in advice and, and guidance. There really doesn't need to be any other piece of advice in finance than that, right? No, that's what we <laughs> preach at Wella. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Jane, thank you for that. That was the Wella question of the week. Jane, before we let you go, how can people contact you? Should they have questions? Where can they learn more about all the great online courses and everything else going on at Healthy You? Okay. Our website is Get Healthy You with one Y dot com. And they can reach me at Jane at Get Healthy You. Jane Kurth, founder and CEO of Healthy You. Great to have you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Ashley. And I look forward to uh, hearing that audio. It's (laughs) going to be just priceless. It might be our most downloaded episode ever. Yeah, probably. (laughs) All right. It's all the time we have for today. Again, on behalf of our guest, Jane Kurth, my co-host, Ashley Staggs, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you next time on The Incubator.